0: Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. But you can also hear the Dave Indijanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at 9, or at KSLnewsradio.com.
1: Keyword Podcast.
0: So text that keyword to 57500, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win.
1: Dave and Jenemy.
0: The Utah County Clerk is in charge of elections for the county and he finds himself back in the news this morning. The question is Is it fair that he filled in info for a legislative candidate on his official filing to run for office after the deadline to file had closed? Uh, Now, Aaron Davidson has been reprimanded by the state elections office.
1: I did fill in the line, and I initialed it. I wasn't trying to hide anything. It had been verbally confirmed. The intent was known. He confirmed to the state that he was running as a Republican. So we decided instead of asking him to come back after 5, we would call him. I really like this story, Debbie, because I think it brings up a, a very interesting conversation of common sense... Spirit of the law stuff versus a strict adherence to the letter of the law. And to be completely honest, I actually like both arguments. I see them from both sides. I see what he did, and we'll go into more detail. I'm like, that seems reasonable. That seems like something that you and I could agree on possibly.
0: Absolutely not, actually. Um, Hardcore. the letter. You're cracking down on it. Let me put it it this way. If I showed up after the mail-in ballot deadline and said, "Please accept my ballot," I got caught in traffic. I would be turned away. We have deadlines and polls close for a reason, and if you're not in line when the poll close or you don't have a postmark on your ballot, it doesn't by a certain time, it doesn't count. So I don't know why the letter of the law applies in this situation uh, uh, or the spirit of the law should apply in this situation. But the letter of the law applies to me as a voter. That's where I'm coming from.
1: In part because, and I think this is why I feel this way, we do this for voting. Say, for example, you send in your ballot. And it looks like you may have marked one candidate, but maybe your, your pencil mark had kind of drifted over and, and you weren't totally clear. Like, who did that person vote for? You can call that individual and ask them, hey, who did you intend to vote for? This is what it looks like to me. Okay, And they can tell you, they can say, oh, I wanted to vote for Debbie Dujanovic for county recorder.
0: K- KSL 5 televisions, Lindsay Ertz, uh, reporting on this story. She's the one that interviewed the county clerk. Um, so your report for KSL 5 uh, pointed out that the candidate who was filing for a legislative seat had made a few mistakes on that filing form. But this is the one that apparently stood out.
2: Yeah. And you guys are both right in your arguments here, which is why, Dave, you're right. This does make a fascinating conversation, right? Um And so, yeah, what happened here is that Michael Cook went into file for state uh, Senate District 25. He was he's running against uh, Senator Mike McKell, who currently holds the seat right now to make several mistakes on his candidate filing form. Two of those were kind of like, okay, he left off his information and he got his seat wrong. So the state elections office allowed him to amend the form in order to fill in that Re- relevant information in order to run for the seat. But it's this third part that they're taking issue with. It was after the filing deadline and it was done by phone. And Michael Cook was not in the office when Aaron Davidson called him and said, can I put you on the ballot as a Republican? He, he maintains that his intent was clear. He had uh, verified with the state already in a different form that he wanted to run as a Republican. Uh, he was on speakerphone, and several people heard him, uh, so this is where the spirit of the law argument comes in, but the letter of the law is very clear, especially when it comes to the filing deadline. The candidate has to be in person. They cannot amend a form after the filing deadline unless it's a specific approved reason, like the information, right, like, like an email address, right, certain things that are approved. Um, And also, again, it was it was past the deadline and it was not in person. So those are kind of the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law arguments that are being made right now.
0: KSL 5 televisions, Lindsay Ertz uh, giving us the latest information that she has regarding this issue down in Utah County where somebody is running for the legislature. Uh, didn't fill out the form. Um, And so the Utah County clerk said, you know, he called him. um, He had his word that this is what he wanted it to say. And so he did it for him. And it was after the filing deadline. And And it sounds like the clerk feels he didn't do anything wrong.
2: Yeah, he's kind of taking the argument that Dave said he agrees with in terms of, you know, his intent was pretty clear. And he made that same argument. We adjudicate ballots in state law, it allows for us to adjudicate ballots. So this is just a big word to say we can determine the intent of the voter. We can call them and ask them, or we can—well, actually, we can't ask them how they voted, but we can—we can—we can presume their intent, right? I think the difference I'll just point out is that it is explicitly stated in state law that you can adjudicate a ballot and decipher the intent. It gives that power to county clerks this is an example a piece of the law that doesn't give any intent it's pretty clear pretty hard and fast in terms of you can't fill in a form after the deadline
1: so does this letter this reprimand uh, that that came to the county clerk does it carry some sort of punishment
2: uh no it doesn't and essentially it's just a strongly worded slap on the wrist from the state elections office to say don't ever do this again And this is a potential violation. Um, Now, the the state elections office is saying they are still going to allow the candidate, Michael Cook, to be on the ballot as a Republican if he gathers the requisite signatures, because that's what he selected on his candidate filing form. So the state elections office has made a determination here, and they say if somebody has an objection to it, they can take that issue up. Now, the only person who would really have an objection to this is Senator Mike McHale, who's right. running for the seat. He he sure. declined to comment for the story, so okay. it's not known uh, which direction he'll go with this, but um, that's kind of where it stands right now. It's, it's not going to go any further from the state elections office, but it could get challenged, I guess, presumably.
0: Lindsay, we have about 30 seconds left here, but I went online and I looked up the legislative filing form. It is not a complicated form. Uh, it's after your first name, your middle name, your last name, and the office that you're filing for in the district that you're in. It then says right under that, I am a member of the blank fill in the blank, political party. Um, So have you been able to figure out or talk to the candidate who the county clerk, you know, filled out the information for after the deadline uh, as to why he was confused about that form?
2: No, I haven't been able to speak with him. I emailed him several times and never got a response from him. Um, So, Uh, You know, it's just one of those things where it seems like the form is pretty simple, but clearly, based on several errors that were made on this candidate filing form, Michael Cook just didn't quite fill out this form right. And in addition, I'll add that the Utah County staff didn't look over his form, and the clerk admits Mm -hmm. that before he left the office in order to double check that he had filled Mm -hmm. everything in.
1: Lindsay Ertz, thank you for joining us. Uh, great story, k s l five television reporter. thanks lindsay.
0: so i i I feel hints of rules for thee, but not for me in this. you know it does rules apply to those of us who are voting um and you know, not being able to get our ballot in like one day past the deadline or even twenty minutes past the deadline. But that in this case, um, the Utah County clerk gets a reprimand for filling in the paperwork after the fact. Uh, Straight ahead. Child care spaces in Utah could expand significantly uh, if this new piece of legislation that is being debated on Capitol Hill uh, gets passed. It would let unlicensed daycare providers expand their openings from six to eight per unlicensed provider but when you say the word unlicensed, oh, the crowd goes wild. It is incredibly
2: offensive to a lot of licensed childcare providers, and I think reflects the legislature's unwillingness to do anything about child care that
0: isn't free, easy, and completely outside of their view.